Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Thanks to Corey Parson for stepping up and playing the part of Red Heat. On uh, Friday, Corey Parson yes. stepped up and in. Oh, he's so good. Cam Stewart is uh, back uh, from the grave. Tongue lacerations. Tongue lacerations. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't really even feel comfortable asking another man how his tongue is doing. But uh, I'll ask you, uh, how's, how's the tongue? How's the tongue doing, Cam? Do- Dr. Tongue? Yeah, it's pretty good, Gabe. Uh, I, I got to tell you, though. Uh, Waiting four hours uh, in emergency. It's just like I saw the guys in your Twitter. It's an absolute disaster in hospitals. Imagine like you actually cut uh, your mouth. You're the right that side, the left side. It's not the same. Your your left cheek sort of looks a little puffier. And yeah, because it's my tongue's got still got a, still got a nugget on the side, but uh, at least it stopped bleeding, buddy. I guess doing the show on Thursday when it happened, it just how long talking made it just get. Bigger, how long bigger. did it uh, take to stop bleeding? Uh, two days, about close to forty eight hours. Um, That's a long time, don't you think? Did you notice uh, the piece of your tongue after in your um... feces? <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a better <laughs> a stool. Uh, yeah, stool. <laughs> Did you see anything pink in your stool? I was going to say, yeah, in your uh, <laughs> so, in your waist. In your waist? No, I couldn't find it. It's gone. There wasn't it, like a piece of flesh, like uh, in the toilet or nothing like no, that. It was no? embedded in something, but he gone. <laughs> It's gone now. So, uh, for the record, me and uh, Corey came up with a new nickname uh, for you. What? Cannibal Camp. Cannibal Camp. <laughs> You'll eat anything. I will, even my own tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe, I'll tell you, though, man, like, uh, it was pretty wild. Like, I, the emergency room's like a weird place, man. Like, no, there's a lot of people in there. And the worst is I'm in my curtain. There's a big family there, like eight people. There's also, like, radioactive boxes and syringes and stuff. Like, there shouldn't be that many people. Like these the facility of contamination. It sure is, buddy. And I'll tell you something. There's way too many people there, and these doctors are stooges. Like, he told me nothing. He gave me Tylenol 3 and says, don't worry. The tongue, will cl- it, it clears itself. It, it'll be okay in a couple of days. I'm like, thanks for the tip. You go to a hospital, you leave there worse. Yes. My, I, yeah, I was out $20 for parking. My grandmother fell and uh, broke her hip. She ended up dying of uh, difficile C, some sort of weird blood germ that spreads through hospitals wow. and stuff, right? Like You said it, man. It's true. I could have just stayed at home and dealt with it. Yeah, going, you go, going to the hospital didn't help. You go to a hospital, you don't want to touch anything. I know. Great point. Lots of Purell. And I tell you what. You're better off uh, being like a Japanese tourist, putting the mask over your another face. Another great it point. Really is. Oh, no. I saw some people walk in with those masks, and I was jealous. I'm like, I need one of these. It's a cesspool. Like, just germs and people hacking everywhere. It, it sucks. I, I, I never want to go back to a hospital. Never. No, 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 no. Uh, it's not a fun place to hang out, man. It really sucks. I don't want to die in a hospital either. I agree with you. I'll do and Like, if I'm going to die, just let me go for the last couple days somewhere. Let me die in peace. That's why you need money. 
It's the lesson. No, it really <laughs> it sure it's, you is. Know, it really is. Like you might think, uh. you might think, wow, you know, whatever. It is what it is when I get old. You know, I'll get Social Security and, you know, because you know, God knows we don't have any pension or anything like that in this business. That's true. But the fact of the matter is, if you have money, then you can stay home and hire a hot chick to just come over and, uh, you know, take care of you. Yeah, give you a sponge bath. Yeah, and you just <laughs> die at home one night. With a sponge bath in the tub. You Sounds have, lovely. You have no money. You're yeah, in no, a you're, convalescent yeah. home with a bunch of other people pissing themselves. Great point. And then you die in a hallway with no dignity in a hospital. But uh, the health care is free, though. Nice hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice hair, though. Nice hair. <laughs> He's just not ready. I, I, I'll tell you something, Marenzi, though. Like, I actually thought outside the box, and I remembered the Simpsons episode where Homer ate the chili. More, please. With, with the chief, and he put the hot tongue wax on there. So, no, the insanity pepper couldn't get so it. So, you tried ta- you tried Well, wax? I didn't try hot wax. So, you did some, like, uh, some bondage stuff with your yeah. girlfriend? Like, yeah. you know, it's hot wax <laughs> on the tongue? I don't know if that's I, a no, good I, idea. I did two things. I did, uh, I thought about things that, like, what's going to stop blood? So, I thought about, like, it has to be thick. So, paste. I didn't want to do crazy glue, because obviously that's a carcinogen. I'll die. So, I did Vaseline. Didn't work. It was horrible. Then my mouth was just filled with Vaseline. Then I tried butter. It didn't work either. <laughs> well, it's, it's thick. Did you try the uh, the salt and hot water thing? Well, that's just to clean. That's just to sterilize it. It doesn't make it stop. Salt. Once the salt's in there. That must be yeah. pretty painful, uh, too. Yeah, it's big, big, big nugget. Yeah, I told you, big holes. But uh, yeah. you can see the side. It's, just, it's still there, but uh, I feel a lot better. It's good to have you back. Thanks, pal. Corey, that must have been fun doing the show with Corey. Do the golf show uh, with him back in the day. Got to love, love Parson. Great guy. Oh, yeah, that was uh, good Good times. <laughs> Cannibal Cam. <laughs> that was the doctor, too. He goes, yeah, I saw a guy before almost like bit off his whole tongue. He goes, I don't even, wasn't even sure if I was going to stitch that up. I go, then what would you do for the guy? Like, the guy, well, oh, yeah, so so his tongue bleeds for a week? Like, no, these, I'm telling you, these doctors, Gabe, you stay, whatever you are, if you can handle it from home, do it. That's my tip to everybody out there. <laughs> Don't deal with these guys. I'll pay for health care. I, I, honestly, I've told my girlfriend after, I would have dropped two, $300 to just not deal with that situation. It sucked. So at least the, you know, the blood has stopped. Yeah, it has. The blood has stopped, but the pain, the pain continues <laughs> as uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, they're killing me. Las Vegas Golden Knights killing you and the Las Vegas uh, Sportsbooks. Not only do they win, uh, the casinos are, they're going to lose $5 million. Boo-hoo, who cares? Yeah. They're going to lose $5 million, uh, but where they're really getting beat now, and we talk about it, is everyone's betting on them every game in Vegas. Puck line? And then the puck line, and then the puck line scores with essentially the last play of the game. Always. It's like just the dagger. It is. Like when I saw that, I'm like, oh, God, Vegas get to win the cup. Like it's just every bounce. Like Washington played well. They're firing the puck I'm going to tell you, I think Washington's a better team than Vegas. But you notice like. But Vegas does one thing. They're they're relentless. Yeah, but uh, like they, the puck will hit a guy on Vegas. And go in. And no, it'll, it'll <laughs> bounce to center ice right to someone else on Vegas. <laughs> it's like the puck has a magnet. It's like wherever <laughs> they are. The puck ends up, but like flukily. Oh, I know. It's amazing. I know. Like they're good. I'm not taking anything away from them. No. They're good. There's no excuse. They are good. They are so lucky. Like the hockey gods, it's amazing. They're like, nah, we want this team to win. And then at the end, Lars Eller missing that stupid. Like, oh, open net. It's like heel. T- no, that's the thing. Like I was like, I'm on Washington. I'm like, oh god. Like I. That's when I was ready to snap. But I took uh, the I, over. I got the over. I told people. I said they're gonna score. There was like three minutes left. Oh, yeah. I said they're gonna score. Watch. They're gonna send this to overtime. 
And they did the beautiful tic-tac-toe. And Lars Eller, of course, a former yeah. Montreal Canadian screws it up. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he Wide does. open net. All he had to do is just, it was just like Happy Gilmore. Just tap it in. Tap it, tap it, tap it. Just tap. <laughs> just tap it in. That's all he had to do. Just tap it in. Like the puck was right there. He whiffs on it. It's like, holy crap. But listen, Washington have been through adversity in the playoffs um, already. They're not afraid of being down one nothing, and they, they played a bad o- game, They were too. down 0-2 after losing two games at home. They were down to the Pittsburgh Penguins. There was adversity. They were down 3-1 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, no, they're done. It's over. No, it's not. They played well. They just couldn't get a bounce. I'm on Washington. Like, even if Washington loses tomorrow, I still don't think they're done. I don't think they lose tomorrow, and I think they win I, I think they win the series still, too. I'm putting my money on it again, and I'm waiting for a better series price, and I am attacking. I know. It's it's suicide financially to bet against Vegas, but I can't. And another thing is, let's call this out. Know what? You brought up a good point months ago. Gerard Gallant, as a coach, is one of the only guys, want to know why he's coach of the year? He's got the balls to put on his fourth line. They get as much. He sees players that are playing well, and he doesn't just put on the stars who suck. Mike Babcock, hey, I'm going to put Austin Matthews on. Yeah, no, he's playing like shit. Why don't you put your other guys on? Gerard Gallant doesn't care about what the media says or whatever. He's a man. He's a boss with big kahunas. And his third and fourth line got first line minutes. And look what happened. Goals, 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 game-winning goals. Vegas Vegas are just doing everything right. They're yeah. the best NHL franchise. Yeah, they they're, are. they're in the cup. But just from an entertainment standpoint, their practices are open to the public yep. on a daily basis. Not just once in a while, but all the time. The, the players meet the fans after every practice. They have hot cheerleaders at the practice. They're cranking like Molly Crew and stuff. It's like a party atmosphere. Wayne Newton's there. They got Gladys Knight and the Pips doing God yeah. Bless America. I know. It's perfect. They got little John cranking it yeah. outside before. You said it. A ton of people. It looked like it was like 50,000 people outside that arena. Yeah, the night, too. Great, great theater before the start oh, of the crazy, game. Slaying all the intro. other teams. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. They, they uh, raised the bar uh, for the National Hockey yeah. League. You know what the Leafs do at the intermission? They have a dancing bear out there who's a stooge who doesn't even know what he's doing. And they Carlton? have a bunch. Oh, yeah, Carlton. Yeah, he's, he's just doing nothing. Listen, well, Cam, it's funny because you're a Leaf fan and I'm not, but I'm getting sick and tired of your Carlton the bear bashing. <laughs> he's horrible. As a corporate mascot, You're not brutal. a fan of Carlton. I even met him at my other radio station. He's like, he half-assed it in his fan. Like, these kids were, like, right there. He's like, like, like as, a, as a mascot of the Leafs, like, you can just tell he's beaten down and, like, he's not really giving it his all. I, I'm sorry, Gabe. Uh, I, I have things to say about Carlton, and they're not good. <laughs> Carlton. I've been in a box, and I met him. Like he's he, he's mailing it in as a, as a bear. Like, he's just, he's not getting it done. You need Yuppie in Montreal. Yuppie and Clam Chowder don't mail it in. That's the difference. Those guys know how to be a, a mascot. Yuppie, uh, Yuppie's a groper. Sorry. That's one thing Carlton's not. No, no, like there's always. Yuppie's a group. No, there's always like the Yuppie dude like grabs yeah, chicks yeah, and stuff. It's hey, hilarious. Yeah. Now I think uh, Yuppie's like a wrestler. He's like a local wrestler in Montreal. But the old Yuppie at the Expo That's... games. He's a grouper. Yeah, there were actually a few complaints. Like, oh, really? Yeah. He had fast hands? He was a little touchy-feely with the, with the ladies. And he's in a you mascot know? suit, so he thinks he can get away with it. It's like, better yeah. than the kids, at least. It's like, oh, I agree, 100%. It's like, yeah, listen, our mascot's getting a little, uh, you know, no. getting a little Sandusky-ish here. No, that's scary stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, Montreal, yeah. so it's a little looser. Yeah. Chicks are a little looser. True. But he's got fast hands. Like, UP used to, like, see a hot chick and go sit on her lap and yeah. stuff. That's You can't do that today. But it was it was obvious with him. Like, he'd sort of, like, kids would be like, you pee, you pee. He'd high-five a kid and then go, like, dance in front of a chick, right? Like, 
It was like UP was like a mascot for women. <laughs> you got to say he's pretty smart. Yeah, but but it today, was... but with today's uh, with today's stuff, though, you, you got to be very careful. Yeah, yeah well, even true. as a mascot, you're still a human under there. That's the problem. People think, hey, you dress up, you could do whatever you want. Not true. Well, that's right. We have our own uh, show mascot, Clam Chowder, <laughs> and uh, some stadiums let him in, and some don't. And uh, the Toronto Blue Jays were very adamant about this. They're like, we can't have like uh, some dude just walking around in a mascot uniform. And Clam Chowder's like. Some kid looks at Chowder, and Chowder, like, pulls the kid towards him and take, like, yeah. to take a picture. And the mother's like, stay away from, from my kid. kid. <laughs> Security at the Blue Jays is like, you, you got to go. You're absolutely correct. Like, the, liabi- got, the liability go. for having, like, a strange mascot in there, like, it's, it's a, yes, oh, yeah. it's not good. Because the, the Clam Chowder was like, uh, you know, he was like, I'm going to boycott the Blue Jays. This is unacceptable that they kick me out. So I had to explain to him that. Yeah, like I was like, listen, Clam Chowder, there's kids, there's kids here. here yeah. and You can't just take they pictures. Can't, yeah, you can't just have a strange man dressed up in a purple, like, Barney dinosaur outfit, you know, taking pictures with kids on, like, the Blue Jays' property. <laughs> like, I, Then he got mad at me. He was like, so you're taking yeah. her side? No. I was I'm like, like no, 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 I'm not taking her side. I'm, I'm just, just explaining, I'm explaining Chowder, that from a legal standpoint... Right. Rogers Communications can't have you taking pictures with kids. Exactly. You are not a licensed mascot under their brand. <laughs> like it's not just you put a mascot suit on and you're allowed to go to any sporting event. That's why I'm afraid to take uh, Lisa to a game. She got into uh, she got in an altercation while wasted with. Yeah, what's uh, the deal? Your girlfriend hates mascots. Oh uh, right? yeah, but in one. But for real, but, like, like really, yeah. So she mouse off. For, like, yeah. What was the mascot? She told him, "Get the f away from me." Bj B. Birdie, the original Blue Jays mascot. They almost like threw down. Like she told me, like the bird got in her face, and she like there was contact made. Like, she told me she wants to come back to the game to see the new mascots ace and diamond she's going to give them a piece of their minds i go honey please we can't just go to events and you to get kicked out and like flip off the mascots because you think it's cool that's she awesome. hates Matt. no she hates people that dress up in costumes the best except girlfriend. for clam chowder she likes clam chowder because he knows us she got into it with the blue chase mascot oh yeah and carlton the bear too at a, in a box we, we were at a minnesota wild leafs game she goes carlton you got to do better he's like oh like Oh, he's trying to do a picture with Doug Gilmore. It was a disaster. Absolute trade back. And, you know, there's a big robbery among mascots, too, because uh, Clamp Chowder hates, uh, he hates the Raptor, T-Rex, too. Uh, you can't hate him. He's very good at what he does. Yeah, he he's does, fantastic. He doesn't like the Raptor. And uh, we were in the game, and Clamp Chowder was dressed as Elvis. And guys, if you go um, if you go on YouTube, Clam Chowder Elvis is in the building. You'll see him shooting free throws. You've seen it? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's freaking gold. <laughs> it is gold. It's one of the funniest things in the history of ever. Like, it's so funny. So after the Raptors mascot came up to us and sort of high fived everyone around us, and Clam Chowder um, snubbed him. Clam Chowder didn't give him the high five. So I said to Chowder, "What's up? What's up? What's you got going? a problem with yeah. the Raptor?" He's like, uh, yeah, I don't like him. He's like, uh, he he doesn't like the Raptors because they won't let him in oh. as, as the mascot. So he hates the Leafs and Raptors. Yeah, but he's a big Argo fan because oh. the Argos put him at uh, the 50-yard line. Perfect. The Argos don't care. Liability? Come on, Clam Chowder. Come on in. <laughs> Take as many pictures with kids as you'd like. You're right. The Argos, <laughs> Argos are just, just stringent with the law. We need <laughs> like, publicity. 
<laughs> no, you know what they did? Because Chowder goes to that uh, Comic Con. Oh yeah, that's right. You got all these like people dressed up as Chewbacca, yeah, and all warlords, yeah, Sailor Moon. So uh, yeah, the Argos were playing. So the Argos actually went over. They sent over their PR guy, whatever, and he plucked like a bunch of people. And he said, hey, who wants uh, free Argo tickets? Yeah. And you want to come on the field dressed up in costume? You know, and, you know, it was in conjunction with Comic-Con. <laughs> That's so good. So Chowder, of course, of course is all over he's that. He's all over yeah. it. He's all over he's it. He's all over that. And uh, the Argos let Chowder stay on the sideline. <laughs> of course after. they did. So in uniform and costume. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Clam Chowder's a big Toronto Argonaut. Oh, he loves the Argonauts. Yeah, yeah, he hates the Alouettes. <laughs> the Alouettes don't even, like, let him anywhere near the stadium. Like, the Alouettes. Like he's banned. No, yeah, the Alouettes, like, when he's outside the stadium, they're they, like. They talk to They're him. like, listen, you're not our mascot. Like, the Alouettes, it's Quebec, right? So they're very direct. <laughs> you're not our mascot. <laughs> like, Leave the property. In French, it's like, say, quoi ton problème, call us tabernacle. <laughs> That means what's your freaking problem, Jesus? All right, you gotta go, man. Like, so he hates the he hates the Alouettes. All right, so CFL season and it's on DraftKings, people. DraftKings, it's on DraftKings. It started preseason. Jeff Nadeau joins us next. We're gonna get him a team to cheer for. Him. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. The earth begins to rumble. Lots of lots of metalheads on the train, Marenzi, for that Slayer show. Yeah, Slayer's playing tonight. Sucks. Nine nine twenty, I guess yeah, they go on stage. Talk to a guy. I think there's six bands. Gets going around uh, 6 o'clock. They're on at nine twenty Eastern. I'm still recovering from my my own personal metal tour. <laughs> exactly. You can't go support somebody else's. I'm also waiting for some checks. Yeah. <laughs> Money. Money's great. Slayer Slayer concerts aren't cheap. No, they're not. Are they playing at the Budweiser stage? You're going to hear the show almost. I will. Yeah, you will. Oh, Slayer, for, for a band like Slayer that? Loud enough, oh, I will. You, oh, you'll be echoing right on your balcony. Yeah, I live near the concert hall outdoors, guys. And normally, I can just sort of, you can hear the band, but none of the bands are really loud enough that yeah. I can fully tell. The only one that I could hear the songs were the Scorpions. There's no one like you. you like damn. I was on the balcony, I could hear. Rock you like a hurt, like you can hear it in the dun, background dun, echoing, dun, sort of. Yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I yeah. like I like the Scorps and Queensrykke. Oh, Queensrykke! It was the same night. Queensrykke and the Scorpions were yeah. pretty loud. No, it, Queen... was, it was echoing around the Queensrykke city. Queensrykke are very good. Good, like those guys are great musicians. Dude, Metallica played outdoors in Montreal once on the, on an island, mm-hmm. and some weird acoustic type thing. 
it bounced off like the the river <laughs> and it hit this suburb. I don't know. It was a weird, unexplainable, like acoustic, weird thing. And Metallica were that loud that the entire city of Montreal could hear, but certain neighborhoods got rocked. No, but people <laughs> were like in their bedroom, like sleep, trying to go to bed, and they they could hear. For whom the bell tolls. Like it was echoing. And I guess Kiss played at the same place. And they had to turn it down because it was like, it was heard at the airport type thing. Wow. It was like, because I don't know, it's a weird, Montreal's an island, so it sort of echoes. There's like a good point. There's an acoustic tunnel that sort of booms. Do you ever notice? No, great point. You ever notice AM radio? Me and my buddy went out to like Peterborough, and we're getting Notre Dame football. The certain way the water is with, like, that's the radio waves are wild, man. Like, I'm getting like Kent State games and stuff. It's nuts. You can go for a tour. All right, so uh, CFL season uh, yeah. preseason has begun. I'm one and one with the bets. I bet on the first preseason game. I Ed- had the under, but I lost the side. Oh, Edmonton and Sask. Yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah, don't go. Don't be betting on them anymore. All right, so we're going to get to some NBA talk with big man on campus and uh, maybe a little World Cup action as well. But um, big man on campus, of course, likes to to bet on sports. He's a big uh, sports fan, and uh, the CFL their games are on yep. ESPN, and uh, it's on DraftKings. And as you know, people are looking for something to bet on in the summer. It's fun. So you know, his favorite team will be whoever he happens to bet on. But we, you know, we want to you know get a, get him a foundation of a team and teach him about the CFL. Big man on campus steps up. And what's up, big man? How are you guys? Always Fantastic. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So we ask people on on Twitter, and I noticed the Winnipeggers are coming out uh, strong uh, right That's now. Not- no. <laughs> no. I told Marenzi, I go, maybe Winnipeg Blue Bombers will be in games. Like, no, it's no, that's another team. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? As you as an Eagle fan, the Bomber fans might be closest to you guys. Yeah. They are the most wasted, and, like, they do throw things on the field, and they boo their team often and stuff. So it could be, it's a yeah, good. Uh, I was going to say. It's very Philadelphia. Yes, yes. Oh, listen, I. I I'm not one that engages in that sort of behavior though. So I, I don't, I don't know that, you know, I, I want to kind of try to get away from that. And I feel like for me, I want to take a pretty good team and I, I feel like I might have one Gabe, but I want to hear the results and I want to hear uh, where All people right, are going. Here. Let's go through each team here, Kevin. Yep. Let's describe the fan base. Fan base? Of the team. All right, let's start off uh, with Hamilton. Oh, I like it. It's a good fan base, Hamilton. Very strong. A lot of Buffalo Bill fans or Hamilton Tiger Cat fans. Loyal. Hardworking. It's um, don't don't like just blue collar. Very. Uh, they're like the Buffalo Bills. Very good call. They're the Buffalo. They, they are like they, yeah. they are the Buffalo. A lot of Bills fans are Argo fans as well, but the Argos are more sleek. Like the the Tie Cats are the Buffalo. Like it's they get wasted. It's like they live for the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh, their uh, stadium's named after a coffee shop. And you know what, uh, big man? Not a bad like uh, franchise to follow. June Jones is the coach. Yep. Johnny Manziel. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli's playing real well in the preseason right now. They've got some ballers on that team. It's, it's you know, no shame in being a Ticat fan. Now, I'm a Montreal Alouette fan. Oh, God, what a rough year it's going to be. We're like the Baltimore Ravens. You know, we used to be like the Ravens sort of win on defense. The Alouettes yeah. were known as being like the cockiest, sort of dirtiest, sort of jerk team in the league. But they're falling on hard times. And they're, very, they're close to the Browns now, Gabe. They're yeah. very bad. They're a train wreck. They are a train wreck. They're a train wreck. <laughs> uh, half their fans don't even know, like, they couldn't name one player on the team. 
out of game, but they're hot chicks getting wasted and stuff. It's a very yeah. good party atmosphere at a Montreal Alouette game. Ottawa, they're kind of, that's the most boring sort of. Yeah, not bad. The Ottawa fan, though, they come in with their, their with the red and red. Big Man doesn't seem like a plaid type of guy wearing like a lumberjack coat and, no. and cut no. wood. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll avoid the red blacks. I don't think your love of power tools and plaid is going to work. Yeah. Now we now we get to the Toronto Argonauts, the defending Grey Cup the champions. champions, the oldest professional football team in North American history. Yes, history. Older. These guys are like older than the yeah. NFL itself. The Argonauts, these guys have been playing football for like 130 years. Not well, but 130 yeah. years. A couple of good years. A couple of good years along the way. Doug Flutie, Rockin' Ishmael. Um, but now the Argos, they're the new Alouettes, and that's why the Alouettes suck. Former Montreal Alouette general manager Jim Pop is the general manager in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Mark Trustman, former Chicago Bear head coach, offensive coordinator with the Raiders, Ravens, San Francisco 49ers, Anthony Cavillo, CFL quarterback legend, quarterback coach with the Toronto Argonauts uh, right now. Playing in Canada's biggest city, uh, big man. Really cool uniforms, too. Oh, oh yeah, the double blue? Oh, the Gorgeous. double blue. Yeah, yeah. Argos. Defending. Argos. Argos. <laughs> All right, we get into the West, Winnipeg. Ooh, yeah, Not yeah. only the murder capital of Canada, <laughs> but uh, also the drunkest fans in the league by far. <laughs> murder capital of Canada. Well, I'm just saying. I know, it's true, though. It's my tenant Joe came back for. He actually told me he saw, like he went to a bar and saw two guys almost kill each other. Exactly. It's just it's very rough. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. That's the thing. They, also, they also have, uh, from what I understand, seventy five known street gangs and over fifteen hundred members. Yeah, it's uh, a pretty small. It's a pretty small city, big man. So you you add it up. In other words, like every third dude's a gangster. <laughs> yeah, correct. Which I got to be honest, it's not too far away from my norm, but. Uh, I I will say uh, I'll I don't know. There's some couple people that I've came across from Winnipeg that I wasn't a big fan of. So they're I'm going to go away from the Manitobans. They're not mentally well. <laughs> Correct. Mentally well. I'm just saying. <laughs> very grifty too. Well, very gr- a lot of angles. We're using we're using uh, we're using Auburn Wild as a as yeah. a one of our Correct. One one of our barometers here, but. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, that's the thing there. It's like a lot of cities, there's murder and stuff. But it's like, yeah, yeah, the mob whacks somebody or the bikers yeah. or the, you know, the gang, this or that. There in Winnipeg, it's like bar fights and stuff. Yeah. Jackknives yeah, and yeah, bars, like native gangs. They're tough. Yep. Like, Very native, dangerous stuff. Native hookers go missing. Yeah. Great point. But um, they have a good football team. They sure do. And you know what? They're a fun team, too. Like, Actually, I, I really like them. I can't and help me, it. Me and Cam are buddies with their head coach. Yeah. Michael Shea's our friend. They're a good team, big man. <laughs> They're a good team. They are. They're a team to keep your eye on this year. Saskatchewan is the most popular team in the league. Like they, yes, they're they're like Seattle Seahawks. Like they're. They're nut they're like jobs. The, they're like kind of more. I would say even more like the Patriots. Like they own like like everyone in Saskatchewan. Man. Like you know what's crazy? The Saskatchewan Rough Riders guys sold more merchandise than the Montreal Canadiens or the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are the number one merch seller. And what's crazy, I've never seen a piece of rider gear anywhere ever outside of there, yet it's still number one. In other words, every son of a bitch in that province yes. has that gear. Yeah. Well, when they have a car, they live yes, for this. Yes, they do. They do. And you know what the best thing about uh, rider jersey is? Never a name on the back. 
You know what I mean? They'll get they'll get like the personalized name like Tony. Yeah, yeah, or, no, or okay, Mom's yeah. friend. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's it's the best. Fat ass. Yeah, yeah, bad, yeah. <laughs> fat ass. It's it's the best. Big man. Fans, they personalized jerseys. They're fans, big man. They wear Ooh, watermelons, melons on, their on their heads. Yeah, they they, they cut out. They cut out watermelons. They cut out the watermelon and they put, put like on their the, they, they wear it as a hat after melon. So it's kind of like they were like cheese heads, but. I I was under the impression, and, and forgive me, I don't know a ton about Canada. I won't try to say I do, but like I've always been under the impression that Saskatchewan was fairly um, um, like d- desolate for the most part. Like, yes. It wasn't a barren wasteland, really. It's the, it's the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like it, Iowa. Or it's yes, it, yeah. great point, Gabe. And another thing is, like when you're in Regina, and I've been there a few times, the wind there, there's no buildings. Or, like it's absolutely killer. It's like windstorms and stuff. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, but kind of. Kind of barren, really. Th- now we get yeah. to mixed team. The Edmonton Eskimo yeah. story says. Yeah, but he has about yeah. 60, so yeah, I don't yeah. ever know. Exactly. <laughs> One of his teams? Yeah. The Edmonton Eskimo is a powerful franchise. Warren Moon, they won five great cups in a row. They used to be powerful. They're still he, good. They're still okay. They're there. I respect them. I do, too. But they're not They're not Calgary. The good. Calgary Stampeders are, this team is like the dominant team in the league every year. Well-run organization. They've got money. Rich oil people are fans and stuff. They got a nice, you know, they got a good thing going. Well-run organization, but they choke in a big game yeah. every year. Like, every year they're 16-2, and two, and then they lose in the Grey Cup. It's like deja vu all yeah. over again. And the BC Lions are the biggest underachievers in the league. They always have a ton of talent. They're laid back in BC. They have no fans in BC. Good. Darsh is uh, he's a great, a few, he's yeah, a fan, few, but he's he's the exception to the rule. Fans are high on weed, so like they're laid back. You know what I mean? You're right. There's less anger at a BC game, and people only go to BC Lion games in Vancouver if they do well. It's, it's not, interesting. Uh, fair weather. You've, you've described like um, it's interesting when you've said about these teams because like I would every team you described, I feel like I could give you like the NFL version. Of exactly. Them. Like, yeah, I would yeah. I would equate like a BC fan to like. Maybe like a Charger fan. Or they like are. A, Great yeah. analogy. Great call. Calgary are Peyton Manning and the Colts. Edmonton are the Green Bay Packers in the league. They, well, they also have the same. same colors. Yeah, but they are. They've been yeah. around forever. They're just sort of that, you know, tradition. They're never really in financial trouble or anything like that. So out of these teams, uh, big man, who, who who catches your eye? Who fancies your eye here at these clubs? You know, I got to tell you, I, I you know, the one thing I took out of what you said Blue collar, and, and I'll tell you, in this town where I'm at, in Philadelphia and surrounding areas, that's what we are, very blue collar, um, you know, kind of you know, take your lunch, pay to work kind of people. I got to tell you, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are leading my uh, charge right now. They're the uh, most blue collar team in the league. I, that's yeah, I mean, the the, it's the most, dude, their stadium's right in the neighborhood next to houses and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the most blue collar, like, that's, it is. Um, that's kind of how like, the Eagle Stadium is. I mean, it's walkable from the neighborhood. Um, it's closest to me, Hamilton. So, and listen, it's not just the Johnny Menzel stuff. Like, I was a big fan of Masoli. I love Vernon Adams when he was at Oregon. Dane Evans at Tulsa. All their quarterbacks are, are, are quarterbacks that I know. I remember Storm Johnson when he was at uh, South Florida, the running back there. Um, I, I, there's some guys that I remember. They're so, a very NCAA-laden team. They are, which yeah. Good, good, like, good not, NCAA not, players. Not too. every CFL yeah. team is like that, big man. Like, some of them will go, you know, we're going to go for the kid from southeast Louisiana, smaller colleges. Hamilton with June Jones, they're all about those names. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's get the name college guys that have been in big conferences and stuff. But 
they're, they're a fun team, Hamilton. And you know who's a fan of the Ticats, too? Bob Bano. Bob Bano. Yeah, I know. Sure. No, that's, uh, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of a, maybe a bonding experience for us. Uh, I, I actually, I like the blue colonists of them. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It's my new team. Yeah, prepare to be heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, they'll break, they'll break your heart and your wallet big time. You know when they were good, big man? You know who their quarterback was? Their buddy of me in camp, too. Danny, Danny McManus, McManus. Former Florida mm-hmm. State quarterback. Biggest hands I've ever seen, and. Biggest, oh, crushing beers? Remember that? I'll do another segment if you guys get me beers. That tray was gone in like under two There's not minutes. too many people that can pound beers back faster than Cam can, but uh, Danny, Danny Mack is a legend. Holy crap, that guy could drink. Oh, yeah. So I guess it's time to get myself, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know what their colors are. I got to get myself a shirt or something. Yeah, look it up. Look up yeah. their logo right yeah. now. Look, look it up. Oh, there you go. No, it's right there. Black and gold, buddy, right in your wheelhouse. I, I like gold. that. That logo is so great. What, the, the tiger cat? The CFL logos are so ghetto, but I love it. Like that tiger I hate cat. to say it. Like Winnipeg, just with the Winnipeg. W, it's Washington. You've got it's a, the Washington yeah. Huskies, just W. You got it. <laughs> You're set at Edmonton, E-E, Argo, like A. B.C. have the coolest yes. uniforms and yes. logos. The Stampeders in B.C. kind of took it up a notch, but the rest of the league needs a lot of work. Like these, like a kid could have put these together. They're awful. But I like them. I mean, I can get a. I mean, listen, I can get a three-game flex pack at thirty-five dollars a game. Yeah, that is correct. It's affordable. No, actually, yeah, that's a good seat too, dude. We're going to the uh, home opener of the Toronto Argonauts Saturday, June twenty-third. And uh, I looked up on StubHub, best tickets in the house, fifty-six bucks. Perfect. They have wow. some. They have some for two ninety and stuff. But we're not there. No, these yeah. are these are just as good on the other side. Right, yeah, right, yeah. In, right in midfield. Yeah, no, the CFL is an affordable. So there's a couple other things. So you are aware about the um, – it's three downs, so you know that. Yeah. Yes. Three downs. Now – The dimensions you know, of the field? Right, yeah, the field is bigger. The end zone's like 25 yards. No, the end zone, uh, 20 yards compared 20 yards. to NFL's 10, double. Oh, it's 20, all right. Also, the best, my favorite, goalposts in the front, not the back. Oh, yeah, so guys yeah. can <laughs> – And also <laughs> – yeah, yeah. I love goalposts in the yeah. Break. Twenty yards, you're right, and then yeah. you get a uh, you get a single uh, you can get a single point. point for booting yep. the ball through the end zone. So think yep. like a touchback, but if you miss a field goal, they can return it. Yeah, like, ball's so, live. So in the CFL, it's always action. So there's going to be someone in the end zone that if they they don't, he's going to try to get it out of the end zone, or he'll give up the single point. Yep, and it, it's really good for overbetters, big men. And they can also get like a running start uh, receivers, right? Or no? Yes, yeah. they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they be in motion. Another, yeah. Every yeah. wide receiver could be in yeah. motion, dude. And, the, and another thing is, they don't call offside. <laughs> so oh, the wide re- the wide receivers sometimes are like five God. yards offside, <laughs> and they don't call it <laughs> unless someone's going to win a million dollars when yeah. they screwed that lady. That, last that's year. right. Yeah, they'll take back a kick return for a touchdown when a lady's going to get rich. Yeah, good work. So and I'm fired up, and you'll be able to watch the games, big man. They're going to be on. Um, they're on, uh, here it is, all right, international. Uh, ESPN, I think, too, has a lot of the games. Yeah, they put or, them on the ESPN. Yeah, they, uh, they put them also on the uh, ESPN uh, app. Yeah, ESPN Yeah, ESPN 3 or whatever the hell it is, yeah. It's going to be a one year, buddy. This no, he's is, all, you're all in. Wow, this is pretty That's cool. C- CFL is selling single-game passes internationally. $2.99 to watch one game. Wow. 36 bucks to watch one team for the entire year. Or seventy nine U.S. dollars for the entire season online. That's Good a deal. steal. 
All right, we'll hit NBA with Big Man on the other side. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. McCossie's uh, tweeting pictures yeah. of him and a cardboard cutout of Pamela Anderson. We're off to a great start here. <laughs> yeah. When she was a BC Lions cheerleader? Remember the poster with her? Labatt Blue? People are asking Which, if... Uh, <laughs> Which you can't see at all. Very small. Yeah, I don't know. What that, it looks like he's hanging her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's like killing Pam Anderson. <laughs> bring, bring the rope out. The best is Mick like advertises that he has Pam Anderson like on his show. And it's a cutout. It's a cardboard cutout of him. <laughs> <laughs> Look here he is. I would do I would he do goes, his impression right now, but it probably goes, doesn't sound good on the. He board. goes here. Here's me and Pammy Anderson. You're not with Pammy Anderson, Mick. You're with a cardboard cutout of her. That's kind of strange that you carry around like with her. Like who carries around a cardboard cutout yeah, of Pam like, Anderson? Yeah, cardboard cutouts, blow up dolls, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Somebody's asking if they think uh, CFL will ever go to Halifax, and uh, no, I was just in Halifax. Uh, it's, it's not, not happening. People, not enough money there. No. It'd be nice if they have one more team though. Yeah, Quebec City. Quebec, would make sense, Quebec but City. They, they got the Laval Football College. And that's like the thing. That there. That's the thing. It's a pipeline to guys getting into the NCAA and CFL there. So Moncton, maybe Moncton has money, but uh, no, it's kind of awkward. It is what it is. They could have one maritime team, but that would logistically it would suck. Like where are you going to put it? And then you'd have to like the thing for is for the fans, Halifax, it would make sense in Halifax, but they don't like change there. Like they don't. There's no, like, real, no one's like, we got to get this team. Yeah. People are like, well, no, we could. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah, like, it's, not a, like it's, a, it's a pressing issue. Yeah, right. so screw them. All right, so let's talk about uh, the NBA finals. And uh, people, uh, the odds makers aren't expecting much of this NBA finals. No, they're not. Because the uh, Golden State Warriors are massive favorites uh, in this uh, series. They're minus 1,100 favorites to win the series. 11 to 1. Cleveland Cavaliers uh, pay plus 700 if you think it's going to be the upset here, and there won't be. Um, so now we got to get into a series correct a score cam and uh, big men. So uh, Golden State Warriors to win in five, which is. I think that's the that's number. Kind of a Cleveland will get their one damn win in, at home, won't they? Yeah, you figure Golden State will roll over once. That only pays plus 160. Not enough. Not enough. Sweep. Sweep. Plus 250. Warriors in seven. That's not happening. Plus uh, seven. Five or six. Warriors in six plus 450. See? So, and the other one's plus 160? Yeah. So, if you bet bet them both, yeah. You, yeah. Cavs, Cavs sweep. What do you think of Cavs sweep? Uh, 150 to I was, was going to say like 90, 90 to 1. 150 to 1. 150 to 1 Cavaliers sweep. Cavaliers to win in five, 80 to 1. Cavaliers to win in six, 20 to one. Cavaliers to win in seven, 25 to one. Big man, we'll start with you. What's your take on these NBA finals? Is it anticlimactic for you uh, coming in here now? Like, what if it would have uh, been? It probably would have been. Listen, I had a big series price on, uh, on Golden State. Yep. 
But it would have been more entertaining to have Houston versus Cleveland, wouldn't it have been? Uh, I, I think, yeah, from a series perspective, it probably would have, would have been better games, would have been a longer series. But, listen, I think anytime LeBron James is involved, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I think it'll be a fine series. The games might not be uh, – or the series might not be close, but I think the games will be generally decent. I don't think Cleveland has much of a chance, though. I mean, you look at just how inconsistent they are. I mean, other than LeBron, I mean, will his fuel gauge at some point just get um, too filled? I mean, he's got to be – getting very drained at this point. Every game, he's having to put together some amazing performance. And they don't play as a team enough. I mean, every other game, someone doesn't show up. What's Kevin Love's uh, status uh, going for? No one other than LeBron James has scored over 12.5 points a game uh, on the Cavs in two of their three playoff series. They don't um, – they just don't give them enough. It's always in, in random, uh, you know, spots. I just don't see them uh, – play enough as a team they don't have a good enough group around LeBron uh, to do anything I think they get swept frankly they could win a game but I just don't see uh, I don't think your defense is going to keep up that's something that they kind of got going but it wasn't hard to do against the Celtics who have trouble scoring as it is Um, the Warriors are going to eat them alive very disappointing by the Celtics in game, game seven their game on their home floor in the first quarter, they had an opportunity to bury them. And as I watch it, I, I just knew Cleveland, chip, 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 chip. They just kept on chopping the tree. And after that, you knew. The minute they took the, took the, the kids, lead, the Boston was starting to, uh, to tighten up. They really tightened up, buddy. And they started, you know, Terry Rozier had a great playoff run, yeah. but he just consistently kept on taking Chucking. three-point shots. Does. He's missing, bricking. And it was ridiculous. And, and they also don't have, like, the Celtics don't have that go-to score. I mean, they have a lot of really good players. Yeah, I don't Tatum's know they have. a rookie. Exactly. He's a kid. Yeah. Sure. They, they don't have that like they don't have a LeBron they don't have a, a Durant they don't have a, a Harden they don't have that guy Sixers don't either and if you notice um that's there are two teams that are still not in the playoffs because they don't have that guy um Cleveland think, has it but you think LeBron's gonna go to Philadelphia don't you I don't think uh, he yes is. I think it's a foregone conclusion I, I think it's really just waiting for, for the season foregone uh, conclusion wow I th- yes I I think inevitably it's it's about as easy as it's going to come. I mean, you have to look at all different ways. First of all, um, I don't think there's any possibility he wants to go to the East or the West. I mean, why, why would you want to do that? Uh, also, um, what is his goal going forward? Okay, because he's won championships. He's obviously the best player we've ever seen, arguably. Does he want to continue along that those lines or towards the end of his career? Yeah, but want it's, to not like, that? it's not like Philadelphia is – the closest team to winning an NBA title or anything I like that. I disagree. I, I think they're very close, and he's made it clear he wants to play off the ball. Uh, I don't know if there's any better player right now to play off the ball uh, with than Ben Simmons. You have a young team there. You have a a, a city that's starting to, to taste a lot of winning. It's a place people want to go to. Uh, it is in the East, and you don't have to worry about the West until the finals. Um, does he want to be kind of end his career along the lines of, hey, I'm going to go here because I have businesses here or Look, I have a fact Houston. The Houston Rockets nearly just beat the Golden State Warriors without Chris Paul. Paul. Yep. Right? Correct. But if LeBron James if LeBron James joins the Houston Rockets and it's LeBron James, Chris Paul, and James Harden, they, they can will beat. beat Golden State. They get beat, yeah. And he's actually friends with James Harden and Chris Paul. And there's no taxes in the state of uh, of Texas. But he's not he's not buddies. He's not buddies with Joel Embiid. It's not like Joel Embiid's close to winning. I mean, maybe he's close to slamming the ball on some 10-year-old kid's face like uh, on a basketball court in Philly today. But, you know, like I, 
they're not that close. Like they're not on the the edge. They're not on the doorstep of winning. Really, with right LeBron now. though. <laughs> oh, I think that LeBron. There. You throw LeBron anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You put LeBron on the Toronto Raptors. They're, they're winners, champions, right? You yep. put him. You put him anywhere. They're yep. gonna win. But, but I think part. it's hard. I think it's hard to not say that with LeBron James, they're the favorite uh, in the, the NBA. I mean, also, I mean, Chris Paul is injured constantly. I mean, how long? Can, can you trust? I mean, is he going to be even be in there? We saw how poor they were without Chris Paul. Uh, they need he has to play off the ball. They need some kind of point guard. And I agree, Chris Paul is a very good point guard, but you know he is injured quite frequently. Do they have enough? Do they have enough to re-sign him and to go out and get LeBron James? That's that's another big question. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I I think the Sixers are the favorite though. Yeah. What's the finan- What's the financial situation for the Sixers with the contract? I don't know why. I don't. How do you work that? That's I lo- get. I get that uh, LeBron's wife was seen looking at schools. Whatever, man. She was going to look at schools in L.A. too, right? So, I mean, he has a house in L.A. I don't I don't see it. I don't know why. I think it's a bad bet. The Philadelphia right now, uh, the, uh, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, uh, plus 150 uh, favorites, actually, where LeBron will play next year. Cleveland Cavaliers, plus 175. Rockets are plus 250. Lakers, plus 550. Golden State Warriors... Which is actually something that uh, could happen, except I don't know how they could fit that money. That, You're just talking thing. about filling Yeah, I know. That's there. a crazy amount of money. Uh, and then the Clippers. But that's been thrown out. Clippers uh, as well are 25 to 1. So speaking but of which, get a 50% sign-up bonus at mybookie.ag. It's a 50% sign-up bonus. Don't worry about uh, DFS and uh, getting upset and uh, cutting your tongue and bleeding all over the place like Ham yeah, Stewart. that's me. Due to uh, DFS frustrations, late scratches. <laughs> it sucks. You know what? Uh, like you know, getting sued through butter. 90% of your lineup performs, uh, but one guy didn't, yeah. and then you know what? You lost money on the night. Screwed. Screw that stuff. Just bet on the baseball game uh, solely over at mybookie.eg. Get a 50% uh, sign-up bonus. Promo code GTD. Check out their prop builder as well. It's a great uh, prop builder. Um, you know, it'll be really, really cool, the prop builder for the NBA Finals. Oh, uh, yeah, big time. Zoning in on the on the player prop. So uh, check it out over at uh, mybookie.ag. Uh, see, I just don't see it, uh, big man. I just don't I don't see him going to Philadelphia. Now, they would be, listen, they're going to be potent if it they're happens. The, they're the favorite, so a lot of people think he's going to Philadelphia. Plus 150? I don't see it happening, though. I mean, I mean, I think we could take out the Lakers. He's he's not going to the Lakers. Okay, they're not ready to even contend. And if they put him on the Lakers, they're still not going to contend. It's just not going to happen. Sorry, uh, they're out. He's not going to the Lakers. I mean, especially if he wants to continue to be at the level he's been at. No. I, listen, so what are the teams? I, I, Philly, Philly, Cleveland, Houston. I think Cleveland's dead as well. They're, he's not staying in Cleveland. I, I think the ruptured. Uh, relationship between him and Dan Gilbert is palpable. I, I don't think there's any way he stays there. I mean, Gabe, you look like this as well. He's had the I mean, same relationship with Gilbert for years, though, right? It's gotten worse from, from various reports. It's gotten worse. Um, he's not happy with the things Dan Gilbert's done, who he is, the kind of guy he is. Listen, Gabe, you said you don't think the Sixers are, are, are able to win the championship. I mean, he's gotten to the finals with this team. I mean... How are they not ready to compete at, at the finals level without with LeBron? I mean, they have two of no. the best young players in the league. No, I know, I know. No, it's, yeah. but, LeBron, but, but if you're LeBron, he pretty much puts any team over the top. Not yep, any sure. team, but most, most of them. So yeah. then it comes down to a personal choice for him. 
I think the Houston Rockets, personally, I think that's I think it's Chris Paul. I think it's James uh, Harden. That's that's where he ends up. Or, but but uh, can they afford all that? I I don't know. I mean that that's going to be difficult. I think. I mean they don't really have anyone else making a lot of money on that team, right? That's the thing. Well, I mean you have three max guys. I mean that that's that, that's it. I don't know. We'll see. I I think you're right though. Those are the two favorites. I just think I go to the West. I mean, why worry about anyone else in the West? Do you have to? Um, the Warriors, the Warriors, the Warriors yeah. look like they're kind of. If you could find a way to this move some salary, like work some salaries yeah, out, you you'd know. have to do a lot of restructuring. I think Kevin Durant's going to bolt. That's another thing yeah. too. That Kevin Durant and LeBron could end up together in a year or two. Like and you open. also, also, Gabe, keep in mind. I mean, Kyrie Irving and him hate each other. Yeah. Wouldn't it be sweet to face him every? How good would those Eastern Conference Finals be? Sixers, Boston. They hate each other. So we, I hate Boston as it is. Kyrie on one side, LeBron and Embiid on the other. That would be sick for years to come. I mean, that would be really special to watch. Uh, I, I hope it happens. Just for a, for a, I think it would be absolutely great for basketball. you got Houston and Golden State in one uh, league. you got uh, in the other league you have, have the Celtics and the Sixers. I think it would be great for league, frankly. I can, tell you one, I can tell you one thing, big man. I don't ever want to see Golden State and Cleveland in a final again. Like, this is – I'm getting so yeah, sick and tired of this. Need, it's it's ridiculous. Need, well, it's nearly yeah. Houston and Boston. I would have been – That would have been cool. I would have been happy. With, like, just seeing Golden State again. And, and what, kind of, what kind of final does the team open up at minus 950 money Cam. line favorite and a 12-point favorite? Cam, considering we took yeah. what little money that we had left on Conflict Diamond yes. and put it all on the Golden State Warriors – I was not consulted. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, when did this happen? When I was in the hospital? <laughs> That's the best. I didn't get the text message. We're all in, Cam. You know what? Whatever. What was my share? A couple hundred bucks? Let it ride, exactly. Maxie. Let it ride. Well, look, we're alive. <laughs> we are alive. Yeah, we're alive. I was waiting to give you the good news. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Basically... If they would have lost, I was just going to give you 200 bucks and yeah. say, listen, no, we're, we're done. Now we can make a few extra hundred. It's good. Now we're trying to, yeah. We're going to get through this, big man. Yep. Our horse racing career was a disaster. Done. Some idiot up the way owns our horse now. Yeah, so him. I didn't want to know how he's doing. So um, <laughs> we didn't have a choice. We got ripped off. We yep. got played like a bunch of, like, we're, we walked into a, like we a did. carnival, like yeah. a bunch of Mormons. You're absolutely right. Like, we were like Mormons at a carny. You're right. It was like a shell game, and we we went for it. Like we got fleeced by the horse industry. Like look at these two idiots. Oh, yeah. We got like, shake. We got shaken down by like little jockeys. Yeah, they like shook us all the money. I would actually say more the trainer. And like we tapped out. Like all right, we're out. Like basically, it was like I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna it be was honest like, with I you. don't even want to take your calls anymore. Yeah. So I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna out. T- I'm gonna tell you something, Gabe. If Cal was an old man, I'd make a visit down to the barn. Yeah, like, he's got some explaining to do. No, like we have investors, same thing. We have another investor who wants to make a visit. Yeah, we have a major investor. He lost about five dimes in this thing. He's like, I want to come up there and punch everyone in the face. I I don't blame him. Now let me ask you: this horse is it? Do I get? I'm. I, I, I forgive me if I'm being. Uh, you know, rude here. I'm guessing they sold you a lemon horse. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. no. He was actually a good horse, big man. He won by no. nine lengths with a 152 okay. flat. But you know what he did? He got hurt. He got hurt one time, and then and then our trainer, I think, fleeced us. Like he wasn't ready to come back, and we just kept on throwing him out there. And then he finished we last. No, we got hosed. We didn't know that our trainer was a was, magician. Well, wanted to retire. Yeah. So, uh, so the thing is, he put in a half-assed effort. We were under the impression that our horse was like at a barn with a bunch of other horses and no, stuff. He did nothing. And then we find oh. out, like two months later, that 
No, the horses alone, and not only that, our trainer is working at another barn during the day. Yeah, yeah. So our horse is out there eat, so eating grass, horse, doing nothing. Our horse is basically like just one of those horses you see on the side of the road in the country when you're driving. It was sure. a good, good luck for our horse. Like he was just sort of walking around yeah. and jogging around, bad, and like bad life, bad life yeah. for investors and yeah. us. And we had someone going. We had the son of someone going who was a professional driver, but the son knows horses, but he's not a professional. He's not a trainer. trainer. And then we're going up against these sharks that have been Hall of Famers and in the business forever. They ate us up. They put us behind the eight ball. We had to pay, and there was the fees. and the, We got we got job. But anyways, long story short, the only way out of this, it was pathetic. Either take pennies on the dollar or lay it all down oh, on the Golden State, State Warriors. <laughs> and then they suck, and they go when they lost. I was going to wow. have a heart attack going into last night. You're so now, we're, now we're alive. And then after, big man, we're going to take that warrior money. And we're going to lay it down on those uh, to qualify World Cup parlays you and I were talking about. Oh, they're so good, aren't they? Oh, I can't wait. I'm just, I'm just, I'm really, you know, many people look to like a woman for comfort. I, I look to World Cup parlay. Yeah. I'm oh, nice. Great. I don't bet parlays. Those are the only parlays. Because you should see Cam's face. He's like, oh, dear God. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> just no, listen, rolling Cam, it. Roll it. No, they're good they're parlays. Not, no, Tell them. Okay, they're good parlays. Tell them. They're not your father's parlays. They these are really high level, high reward, little risk. I mean, just really solid. Yeah, stuff. this is You're it. Getting, like to qualify prices. to advance into the next round. Yeah, England to uh, to advance into the next round. Uruguay to yeah. qualify in the next round. Portugal. Yes. Uh, to win the group, France. Ooh. To uh, to qualify, Argentina. To win the group, Brazil. To win the group, Germany. Pays uh, plus four fifty. Yep. Gabe. Yo. I, I want to make this quick, quick, quickly. I know we don't have any time. I do believe Vladimir Putin was behind the Mohammed Salah injury in the uh, Champions League. Wait, I think there, there was something there. You're buying yeah. into this now. How's Liverpool's yeah. goalie doing? That was what Thanks. else? Follow wow. Big Man on campus at Jeff Nidu. See you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In the NBA, Coach Tyron Lue said that Kevin Love is still in the concussion protocol and he's, quote, not sure if Love will be. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions. We're back. Like uh, Star Trek, we're lost in cyberspace. <laughs> Where the hell were we? Time machine. <laughs> You're right. A lot of swearing went on the last couple of minutes. <laughs> I don't know. We might have. We, we might. I don't know. Even you're starting to cascade sweat like me. So I look at above your brow there. I'm like, oh, he's sweating. I don't know what happened. There's a combination of things right there. We got frozen in time, essentially. It's like the Matrix. Yep. 
What are you going to do? <laughs> Not much. You try. You got through. Yeah, we're 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 we're, we're live. We're yep. through. Basically, at the last commercial break, everything just sort of went silent. It went dead. Yeah, no, the, the just. But for like, we were still on, and uh, then we started swearing a lot, and I didn't know if we were on. Oh, we were still on then. I don't no, know. Couldn't might, hear anything. I don't know. I think we could have been, or we might not have been, but. then then the system froze like everything just went silent exactly but uh, we're back we are we're back we apologize uh for the delay yeah it's uh, a lot of things going on yeah computers soundboards a lot of a lot of chords yeah i don't shit happens yeah exactly well, we've, we've we've been pretty good actually. It's for, actually yeah, it's from well, from the first little while for I sure. I did I did unplug us last week. I but, kicked I kicked you, the cable. But out you of the knew wall. the problem. That's the difference. Like, well, that was just me yeah, being you stupid said, and tripping you said, over hey, the cable. Hey, there goes the cable. The, the problem problem is people when we don't know what the problem is. It on the other end is that that's the thing. We knew it was the cable that time. This time we didn't know what was going on. Big difference. No, no. But uh, nevertheless, we're yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? Well, that's what I say. Hey. I get, I get frustrated about these things, but yeah, uh, well, I can't control it. No. I can't control the Internet or this uh, Sun SIP soft phone. <laughs> That's what the program hey, is. Hey, the program. Sun, Sun SIP soft phone. It usually dials right through. Yeah, yeah. So it was, we went manually. We went to like a roto phone. Yeah, it was no, weird. Exactly. Deed, deed, so deed, deed, deed. It was basically like dialing, and we were on, but nothing was happening after. It's just one of those weird deals. Like, we've never really seen that before. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but, something uh, new every day. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So uh, let's move Let's move on. Sure, buddy. All right. Uh, so it's going to be a quick segment. <laughs> yep. It's okay because the other ones are so damn long. <laughs> swear to God, this show's three hours long. Uh, I think there's like five minutes of commercial breaks on this it's show. It's tough. The good thing we have uh, don't have, like, uh, ileitis or colitis or bad bowels because uh, that could be a real problem. I got an idea for Cardano if he's tuning in right now. Um, why don't we just, like, make these uh, these spots that I read 30-second commercials? <laughs> yeah. It would actually give us time to go to the bathroom. I like it. I'll voice a couple, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll mix you it up. talk about how good uh, my bookie AG is. It is. I'm very happy with my bookie AG. And you know what? I think it's. Uh, I think you should donate, actually, to DKMS because you just lost a lot of blood. You know I, I swallowed a lot of blood. You're damn right I should donate. Yeah. Well, if Golden State wins, Gabe, maybe I'll give some of our monies from the horse to DKMS. Well, we don't have that much money from the, that payment. You didn't tell me what the hell's going on. I didn't even know you put, you put the monies in there, but, you know, at least it's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's only like, a couple hundred bucks. It's like free money then. Yeah, exactly. Free money. That's what the horse was. Yeah, nothing but glory. <laughs> yeah. Not, so you want to be an owner, do you? Not, 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 nothing, but, uh, nothing but glory. Nothing but glory. So you want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Go to dailyroto.com, DKMS. You'll find a link to a free DFS baseball contest every day. The contests are sponsored by DKMS. We're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance of survival. Well, 30% of patients uh, can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on a benevolent stranger like Cam Stewart to step up and donate. Find out how you can help and play free DFS contest with a shot at winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. Go to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. That's DailyRoto.com slash 
DKMS. And I said, uh, you know, you need someone like Cam because, trust me, you don't want any of my organs or anything, uh, anything from my inside. I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure if I'm the right guy, too. Like, no, if, I wouldn't want anything from like, you inside my, you either. No. I, mine kind of has like a cholesterol-based shell, I think, around many organs. Don't you think? And you donate an organ to somebody, you're going to save their life. They're going to become addicted to barbecue, and they're going to become an alcoholic. <laughs> an alcoholic's a stretch, but I am addicted to barbecue. Yeah, if, if I <laughs> if I save someone's life, like I can imagine, like, the, you know, it'll be like the it's on the news. So tell us, how's your son doing now two years after the surgery? Oh, he's doing great, but it's really strange. He's got a lot of anger issues. He bets on sports, and uh, he never smoked marijuana before, but he smokes weed all day now. <laughs> cone after cone. Yeah. <laughs> remember, not a, I, remember, Gabe, beer's not drinking, I saw so I'm not an alcoholic. There's a, there's, a, there's a Stephen King. Yeah, baby, you drink alcohol, too. Uh, more beer. I'm more of a beer man. Um, <laughs> I do both, but, yeah, I prefer, like, beer. Look under, look in that uh, cupboard there, actually. We'll play a game live on the air here. It'd be better if there's a video, but. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look at the bottom. Yeah, I see some I see some stuff down there. Why, is it for me? They're all full, though. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the remnants of the raptor night. Ooh, pretty good. You got a gray goose smear. It's okay not to have a cap on top of this stuff, right? Uh, like, I, what happens? No, 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 no. I tend to disagree. What happens to vodka if there's no cap? First of all. There were no caps. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm just going to tell you. What do you want me to do? Run no, around by caps? No, I'm just going to tell you a simple solution. You put some kind of like wrap, like a bag or something with an elastic band. So the shit, to the, like, what are you doing? No, no, don't leave that stuff off. Oh, my God. You're going to drink it anyway. Of course I will. But don't yeah, worry. What are you yeah. complaining yeah, about? In three weeks, it'll be even better. Without, without it's a, fermenting. With, yeah, without a top on it, I'm going to be like. Dude, you know, it's going to get you drunker. Make, oh, no. Drunker. I might die. It's moonshine. I, I'm seeing like triple. That's what I'm telling you. I'm fermenting it under. Oh, under, you, you under actually yeah. you're doing like a non-intentional fermentation, and it's a real problem because none of the bottles. I don't know what. No, you got to. No, you got to worry about those. It smells like booze. Yeah, I know. It's the fruit flies. Like, gee, you got you got to put some stuff. <laughs> wow, what a cupboard of. That's a cupboard of a dangerous no, I treachery. I didn't even want to drink this stuff. It was lying yeah. all over the place, and a chick was coming over that used to drink and doesn't drink. So I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't want to throw it out. I'll just put it no, out there. No, you can't throw it out. But we'll make caps. I'll, I'll, I'll even get put like a water bottle cap on it. Don't worry. You, you, you can't let it breathe like that. It's not good for business. I think it will get you uh, more loaded. Uh, yeah, it could. But I don't know like what kind. It's, I don't want to be one of those things I can't see for four days. Like, you know, Man, my you, dad did. My dad used to make moonshine and stuff. soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting on, soft. <laughs> It's dangerous. You go blind. Moonshine. Like if you if you don't know what you're doing there, like it's uh, you're you're dancing on your some dangerous waters, friend. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Moonshine. Oh yeah. No, my dad like they used to like back in the day. That's what you did. You fermented fruit. You made it. I'm just saying though. Like yeah, no. Like you went temporarily blind. Like you couldn't see for hours. Like it's you got to know what you're doing when you're making that stuff. Just because you leave the caps off doesn't make you a, a distiller. I got a chick here on Twitter. Here. Yeah, what's what's she saying? I don't know. I like her too. She's very very hot. This girl. Yeah, she. Why is she a fan of your work? Uh, kinda. Kinda. Fitness huh. and flexibility special follows you. Wow. Huge sports fan, dancer. Huh. I like how she says, "Please, no DMs." Yeah, exactly. She says, "Why yes. you sliding?" Yeah, don't in her don't DM. don't be creeping. 
She don't said, be creeping uh, I, on Sarah. Yeah, I don't know if she's being facetious here or sarcastic, but said I much would have rather spent the day at home on Twitter reading who the hottest cheerleaders are from Sports Rage. Nice. I like that. I don't know if she's being sarcastic or not. No, I think that's serious. I, I think she so, really feels that yeah, way. Yeah, we were doing like CFL. Uh, I was on Twitter earlier giving people like CFL. Uh, Hottest cheerleaders? I could tell you right now. It's the BC Live. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you it's, know. it's no. If you watch Canadian football, those orange boots, come on. They're so sexy. The, dude, the black and orange. They just look so good out there. The CFL cheerleaders, for the most part, are like sort of 21-year-old girls and stuff. The Lions are late. They're cute. The Lions are like the one NFL, the one CFL team that they get hang with NFL like oh, big time, like Rams cheerleaders. Yes, and stuff. yes, they bring it. They sure do. And the Argos have raised their game the last couple of years. I used to host their cheerleading party down at the local bar. You're right; it's better now. But they're all blonde, and they got the Stepford uh, wife. They look like CNN anchors. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Join the Canada Dry Ginger Ale Camp. Sure am. Now that's a drink. Like Cam, Cam looks in the fridge and asks me if uh, that's my ginger ale. Like, no, it's the neighbor's ginger ale. <laughs> it's the doorman's. It's mine now. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. I was getting sick of drinking those Diet Cokes that uh, Sonny Vega and uh, Taylor Stevens Taylor brought here. over. Yeah. God bless them. They brought a barrel of chicken, but uh, I'm just not. I a, I'm just not. A, I, I just don't like. I can't drink diet. I haven't drink. drank oh, one of them. Oh, I plowed them. I, I plowed them for, during the show, but I just don't really enjoy them as much as a regular drink. That's that's refreshing. Thank you. All right. Do we have Lou from Gambler.com? Lou, Lou, Lou here. Lou, Lou. I, I'm here. I'm here, and I Cam. Welcome back. We were worried about you. Glad everything's okay. Thanks, Lou. Yeah, I'm surprised. I kind of like a fighter. Uh, I didn't get hit. I just uh, bit my tongue. Should, shouldn't have gone in for that uh, slice so hard. Blood everywhere. Pints. Holy smokes. Well, I'm glad you're all right, brother. <laughs> like I said, you figure someone that's eaten as much as Cab wouldn't injure himself eating pizza, but I must have really went for it. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I, I was going to totally miss. hungry. <laughs> that's a hungry Cam right there. <laughs> To totally miss Gabe and just do tongue, that's a guy that's, like, really, really going for and it. And since he swallowed a chunk of his tongue, his new nickname, Lou, is now uh, Cannibal Cam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, uh, it doesn't seem like he's, uh, you know, his his enunciation is fine, so no uh, worse for yeah, yeah. Exactly. You said the left side of my face is a little bit puffier, yeah, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, his cheek looks a little puffier or something. His tongue's a little cut up. <laughs> but uh, he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. All right. So, yeah, it's good you're joining us now. We got lost in cyberspace for a couple of minutes there, Lou. We didn't know whether we were on or not. And I started dropping, like, a lot of F-bombs and stuff. And I'm getting messages. All right, yeah, you're on, right? You're on. I'm like, oh. I'm like, F this. And I'm but, uh, yeah, it's good. Since, good to... since when has that ever mattered? Yeah, I know. I know. So, 
Uh, you joined us a little earlier this week, so what's the deal? It's a Wednesday baseball day tomorrow, and then later in the week you're on the road traveling? Yeah, I'm going up to uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan for my mother-in-law's 85th birthday. We're looking forward to it. going to be fun. I got day baseball uh, tomorrow. And uh, and then I get back on Sunday, so uh, I'll I'll really only have to watch one NHL game on the road and the and the UFC card because I'm in Eastern Time. Hell, that card doesn't start till nine o'clock, so I'll get to watch it. But I don't know how people on the East Coast stay up and watch sporting events. They start so late. We do, but yeah, it's one of the Marenzi stays up and watches Indian cricket at like six o'clock in the morning. Here, this guy's nuts. <laughs> UFC, UFC, Utica. <laughs> it seems like a good place. Utica, UFC. That's t- Utica's a tough town. Yeah, it's a tough town. All right. So uh, before we get to the UFC, uh, Lou Stanley Cup last night, uh, yeah. Las Vegas. It just keeps coming up, uh, black and gold. Keeps coming up, Las Vegas. Man, what a what a sports story. Of you know their success, the game one, the pregame introductions, the little John outside, and I swear to God, man, the Washington Capitals played a good game last night. They were you know they had great puck possession, great team speed. They look like a good hockey team. I'm not worried about the Capitals in the big picture, but Vegas they're not lucky. They're good, but they also they get every bounce. They are very they're good and very lucky. Yeah, like I brought it up to Cam earlier, like the Capitals. You know, the Capitals will take a shot. It'll bounce off the shin pad of a guy on Vegas right onto the stick of a waiting Vegas player at center ice. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they, they just, I know they make their own luck, but, man, they get every freaking bounce. And it was the same way against the Kings. They won all four games by one goal. So I don't think the Capitals are in panic mode, uh, but it's hard not to say that, man, Vegas just have things going their way, Lou. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, I think both teams would tell you that they didn't like their game and that they have to tighten a lot down. Uh, I think Washington, I I think out of both teams, you're going to see a much tighter, uh, better, higher quality game from the goal to the defense, maybe not on offense. I I do believe Washington's defense got to play in second-grade soccer a little bit, and they were bunching up around the puck while Vegas maintained discipline and space and created opportunity. I mean, uh, the bottom line is Vegas earned game one. The other bottom line is this is the fourth series that each of these teams have played in. And in the first three, the Capitals lost the first game two times. Um, So they're not in panic mode, but this next game two is very, very important. Lou, I was telling uh, Marenzi, uh, when I look at coaches, I, I look at the adjustments. And Gallant, he, he plays his third and fourth line when they're hot like a first line. Where other coaches are like, oh, you know, i got to play my high-power guys. They're the guys that got me there. And a lot of these stars, they don't get it done in the playoffs. It's the muckers, the third and fourth liners. Hell, Reeves used to be a goon for the St. Louis Blues who could barely crack a lineup. Now he's scoring game-winning goals against Winnipeg, setting them up as well. So let's give this guy a lot of credit. When you talk about guys and adjustments, Gallant's the, simply the best in the league. I mean, everything Vegas has done has has been stellar. And, uh, but I think that, you know, we can't judge if this game goes seven, we've only seen 15% of the series. So uh, I don't want to put too much weight on a game where both, I know both teams can play better and I know both teams will play better. I I think there's some, uh, I mean, we just heard that Wilson is not going to get suspended 
So he'll be back on the ice for the Caps, which is a huge shot in the arm for them because if, if they were to miss him, if he was, were to be given a game or two for that hit on Marshall, that would have stung him. I also think that the ice in Vegas, I remember when I went to the, uh, uh, the Campbell Conference Championships here in Phoenix, it's so hot here in the desert. When you, you allow 18,000 people to get in and out of a stadium at the beginning of a hockey game, it affects the ice. And I think that could be something that would help Washington more than it will Las Vegas. Interesting. Um, you know, I can't even remember the Coyotes making it that far. I'm like, wow, Coyotes. In, 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 it was 2012 against uh, L.A. The yeah, year no, I know. Jonathan Quick was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those few and far between now when you look at that franchise, though, it's tough. You said it, though, Lou. That was like, yes. It was embarrassing. Like, the thing is, like, this is another thing. Why don't they start these things earlier? Gary Bettman wants hot weather places. You got Arizona. You got Vegas now. We're hell. We're, we're, we're going to be in uh, June. Uh, you know, this is nuts. Like, these games, and think about it. It's 100 and, like, over. I've been to Vegas when it was 119 degrees. Like, this is nuts. I don't care if you have the best ice man in the world there. You got out the extinguishers and stuff. Like, soon it's going to become, like, kind of a liability for they, players. You can't skate in butter. They have better cooling systems now than they used to. They do game, they but do. you saw the, the ice was yeah, packed last night. It was yeah. Hacked. The ice was the ice was soupy, especially in. The, I just watched the third quarter a second time an hour ago. Just to, I, I was really focusing in, and there's nothing you can do when it's that hot. And it, the other thing besides being late is, and we kind of talked about this, is the setup of the schedule. I mean, uh, slow, sloopy ice does not help the precision passing fast team nor does spreading these games out a couple of games every other day, then a couple of games every two days. They're stretching this thing out over two weeks, and I don't think that does good for continuity's sake. And, again, I, I'm not willing to give up on my, uh, on my position with Washington, but I can tell you when, when we know that the – Winners of Game 1 in the Stanley Cup Series are 78.2%. I can tell you that Washington cannot afford to lose Game 2. We've seen Washington, though, face adversity throughout the entire postseason. They lost the first two games on their home ice in overtime to Columbus. They come back, win the series. Um, They were trailing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They come back. Win the last couple games. Yeah, win three straight games. Tampa Bay Lightning. Look, man, yep. they win the first two games in Tampa, manage to lose the next three, then win two. And you figure, <laughs> oh, man, they're done now. And then, you know, they, they dug down deep again. So I don't think it's the end of the world if they lose tomorrow. But, you know, it's, it's obviously a monster game. For the record right now, the new series price is Las Vegas minus 235. Washington plus 195. Yeah. yeah. Click, click, and, click. And, guys, that's, that's offshore. You're reading offshore numbers. If you go to the South Point, it's 260 on the negative plus 220. We talked about it this morning. And, again, that, that, that's just unbelievable value for people that happen to live in Nevada and are under the perfect storm of getting that extra kind of value. I definitely just released – uh, a series play on Washington. That's why I didn't bet two units on them at the beginning, only one, because I knew if they lost game one, I was going to come right back. So now, instead of the Capitals with one unit at plus 130, I have two units on them at plus 165. So the value is there. Now the Washington Capitals need to tighten their skates, 
and get ready and go out and play some good hockey these next two games. If Washington wins one of the next two and the series is 2-1, we have ourselves a series. To go yeah. six is plus 200. So it doesn't matter who wins the series. It should go just... plus. That's a good bet. That's a really good bet because Vegas wins the first game, Gabe, and I, I believe in Washington, to go so it seven, should go six. To go seven plus 180. It's going to be yeah. a six or seven game yes, series. Yes, it will be. So you make both of those bets. It's going to be a long series. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven games. And, and just to disclose that I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I'm no savant. Uh, I, I bet uh, that the series would be under five and a half games plus 185. So uh, I got work to do if I'm going to hit that. Now, that's just a, a little bit of a milk money bet if, because I, I really thought this thing uh, was going to be quick and, uh, if Washington wins this next game, I I have hope. And if they don't, then you know who knows what happens. Did you see the uh, the pregame intro can, with Michael yeah, Buffer? I, do. My, I get my wife to watch that. I've told everybody. I, I do some local radio here in Phoenix, and I'm telling everybody just get your wife to go watch this thing because you know a blue man. I, I won't use Mister. A blue man group show starts out and the next thing you know there's a hockey game because it's a full complete over-the-top production yeah Cirque du Soleil it's awesome I, I them shooting that the night's awesome everything about it's perfect yeah you get a show in a hockey game two for one beautiful it's I like when Michael so Buffer good. comes out and uh Buffer like <laughs> announces like the record of the Capitals yeah. and in the blue, in the blue corner <laughs> Washington Capitol 61 and 35 I just yeah, love it's, it's how a nice Vegas touch. is I love how Vegas has added its personality and and its culture to the NHL. And really what these Golden Knights have done, not only for the people in Vegas, but for the NHL as well for hockey betting is really hard to quantify. No, I think they've raised I think they've yeah. raised the bar for, in, in for this, every other city. Yeah, they have which, to. Teams looking at this intro, teams looking at the party outside with little John. Yep. You know, basically you know, like Canada thinks they own hockey, and yeah, and know what their they do? idea of a party is: we'll put the game on outside the arena yeah. and charge people eighteen bucks a beer outside, yeah. even, and make it like it's inside and take it over. And people do it, and they don't have a big artist. They, you know, they throw out a couple of t-shirts and stuff, and but they don't, you know, they don't go all in like this. Listen, Las Vegas has to compete with a lot of other entertainment entertainment options twenty four hours a day in that city. But you're right, Lou. They've really raised the bar as a whole. Now, for the record, a lot of people are upset, or a lot of general managers are, with all the Vegas love because of the, you talked about it, Cam, what they felt was the unfair expansion process. Yep. Batman announced that it'll be the same process for Seattle. Really? Yeah, so it'll be the same format. So now yeah, it'll be, it's, it it's funny, so now Vegas' players get plucked. Everybody What's, voted on it. They knew what it was going in. Anybody crapping about it now is sourpussing. Let me no, tell you you're right. something. Here's what happened. They, they got this there rightfully, but you can't tell me, Lou. The thing yeah. is, if you're like, a, if you're an Ottawa Senator fan, yeah. you're another one of these expansion fans, and your fan base is like, well, why did it take us 10 years to get there? Because when the Ottawa Senators came in, teams were allowed to protect 18 exactly. players on each team. You basically hey, got you the reject. But I'm not saying it's unfair today. now. It's not unfair now in this system, but... Vegas had it easier than any other expansion team in NHL history, Lou, by far. Only only in that the goal of the NHL 
Vegas, who spent what eight hundred million for the squad. The best interest of everybody is not to have a piece of shit suck team. The best interest of the league in Vegas was to have a team that did not suck, and that's the only taint the rules were designed for. So we, I will not begin to even let anybody take anything away from Foley, McPhee, and Gallant. They built this on their own. That's I'm passionate about that. We love you, Lou. No, 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 no. The thing is, though, they're actually there's a, because of Vegas success, isn't the salary cap going up too? So they're going to put more money in everyone's pockets. Lou, win, win. I'll tell you. So Seattle gets the same uh, rule, oh. but, <laughs> but I, I promise you, when Quebec comes in the league in a couple, no, of years, they won't get anything. No, no, it'll go back to. Well, yeah, no, yeah. we decided to go back to yeah. the old format. Yeah, have some poutine, and you well, can I have this could. loser. I'd rather follow Bill Belichick at New England than be Seattle coming into the league. Well, they're coming. <laughs> they're, they're coming. <laughs> I, that's going to be a hard act to follow. Vegas? Yeah. No, it's impossible. That's uh, like, what's Seattle going to do? Like, you can't follow it, Lou. For the record, Seattle yeah. have already opened up. There's already odds. 200 to 1 to win the Cup. They're not I'll take everybody back. That's what people said. That's what people said. I said about Vegas. I know. That's what I know. people in Seattle are going to expect this now, too. Oh, that's another thing. It's like thing. a quarterback, right? Like, You're right. Uh, like Russell Wilson goes to the Super Bowl as a rookie quarterback. They can go in every year. Like, How come Mitch Trubisky didn't take the Bears to the Super Bowl? How come? What's going on here, right? He's a bust. Lou's fired up about the uh, Vegas I, Golden Knights. I, he sure is. You go Knights fan, Lou? It's a great story, and, and I'm a, I love hockey. You know how passionate I am about it. Now, I just so happen to be on Washington, but it doesn't mean that I can't appreciate all that Vegas has done for this sport that I love. No, they've raised the I bar. I love USC. So, yeah, they have. It's great, and people are there. There's new fans. It, it, it's, it's outstanding, and yeah. uh, I've been in the way of it because I love hockey, and I love to speak about it. So, you know what? Believe for everybody. Vegas has put these franchises like Montreal and Toronto, and you know what? On watch, do better at your intermission. Right. You can't just serve up a beer for twenty bucks to some guy and have a bunch like a kid rolling. No, hey, no, it doesn't work, man. Vegas is you said. Hey, hey, teams, don't be lazy and just go. Oh, hockey's going to sell itself. They got to do what Vegas did, Marenzi, and then things will get good. Then the, the popularity of the sport will actually go up. It just won't be regional. Figure, figure you like this, uh, Cam. Yep. What's this one? Marc-Andre Fleury, life-size Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh, made of chocolate? And Rice Krispies. Oh, delicious. Oh, that sounds fantastic. The, pad, the pads are Rice Krispies. <laughs> oh, the, the pads are Rice Krispies and the rest is chocolate. It's at the Bellagio. It's unbelievable. Oh, that, that is absolutely beautiful. See, that's another yeah. reason. Like, they yeah. don't have that. No. Who's, who's making uh, players out of food here? Nobody. Bunch of losers. Our boy Hainzer is tuning in. <laughs> I love you guys. Ferenci unintentionally making moonshine. Gold. Gold. Moonshine. Great vodka, Hainzer. You're invited, Hainzer. Argos. Yeah. Come on Home down, Hainzer. Party time. June 23rd. Psst. Hey, you. Over here. You want to win a DFS? And you want it for just $1? I got Daily Road over here. Now, why do you want it? Two of the guys behind it have won a million dollars. It's not just about the writers. Not one, not two, but three subscribers have won a million dollars, too. That's five millionaires. Five. Count them. And it's not counting the $100,000 winners, too. They talk about it in the Slack channel. But why is it a dollar right now? Special price for the month of May. Yeah, if you don't like it, then walk away. If you love it and you're winning, keep going. Do I use it? 
How do you think I afford my massive tracksuit collection? Come on, look at the glitter on this. It's beautiful. You can sort your stats, add your own weights, read articles, distinguish between slates on FanDuel and DraftKings. You gotta go to DailyRoto.com and enter code $1. I may just be a creepy guy in a random alley inside your head, but I know what I'm talking about. That's DailyRoto.com, code $1. That's it, one. One dollar, one month, and start winning. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. I am Gabriel Morenci, alongside yeah. Cam Stewart. Cannibal Cam. Cannibal Cam Stewart. Yeah. If you, if you play DFS and haven't tried uh, playing mybookie.ag player props and you're missing out, their player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks winning 90% of the money in DFS. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. Forgiving, forget having to create uh, multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Go to mybookie.ag, open up a new account, enter the promo code. GTD. GTD. You want to support the show, support the network, support the sponsors. You receive fifty percent sign-up bonus. Often a player, let's say, uh, I don't know, Josh Donaldson, for instance, yeah. might be chalk in DFS and be owning eighty percent of tournaments because everyone uh, thinks the play is obvious. Don't be a loser and eat DFS chalk. Be a winner. Mm-hmm. Play mybookie.ag. Player uh, the player prop uh, plus. You can access uh, horse racing. Go to mybookie.ag, open up an account, enter promo code GTD, and receive 50% uh, deposit bonus. Check out the uh, player props uh, tool. That's mybookie.ag, enter promo code GTD. Yeah, I got a little money in my pocket with that Washington over last night. Wrong team, right side. We're kicking it uh, with uh, Lou yep. from gamblue.com. You can follow uh, Lou on Twitter, at gamblue, and as you can... Uh, as you can tell, Lou's very passionate about the Las Vegas Golden Knights not getting a free pass. <laughs> not, not, not getting a free pass uh, with the expansion rules. When is Seattle coming to the league, anyways? Is it? It's not this year. No, it's two not years. this year. Two years. Yeah, yeah, not this year. The year yeah, after. Right? Yeah, and I'll tell you though, they, I, even with the process that Seattle will get, Vegas just was like the players they got though, like Carlson and Marshall, so, like. Seattle, there's no way. Like, was, there's no the, way the that they could. Their, what was the name of their team again? It was lame. Remember? What was no, it? we wanted. Uh, oh, we had a good. Remember we no, did they, the poll. What are they? They Luke? used to have a team. I, I, they used to have a, a minor league hockey team. Yeah, the Seattle Thunderbirds. They used to be in the Western Hockey League, and then the first Seattle team that won the first Stanley Cup actually were called the Seattle Metropolitans. They had a really dumb name. Um. I was like, crap, crap. no, we're not ready. Uh... The, 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 they don't have it named yet, according to this article. I'm trying to read the day. It says the possibilities ranked from Cougars to Kraken. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Kraken, the, Cougar, the octopus. Uh, the whales, the Cougars, the Evergreens. Let's see what the number one thing they said is. is uh, Seattle Kraken, that's crazy. The Emeralds, the Totems. <laughs> The totems. Yeah, the totems. Yeah, we like the, yeah, we like the totems. The totems. Like totems and, and emeralds, like the Emerald City. I yeah, like totems. Because yeah. yeah. there's a lot of totems. I like poles. totems, too. Yeah, I like, to, I like to, the Rainiers, the Firebirds, the Sea Lions. I think uh, <laughs> the Firebirds. I think the totems, the to, totems makes the most sense, and you should see this jersey. It's cooler than hell. It lo- it's just totally cool. All right, so Batman was asked uh, about uh, Seattle. 
uh, asked about whether NHL teams have regrets about giving the Golden Knights a more favorable expansion mm-hmm. draft format than previous expansion teams. Bedman said, no, no pushback whatsoever. I think people are excited about Vegas. He's full of it. They're not excited. No, he's it. not. Other, Everybody's making money off of this. This is this is such a hugely good thing for hockey. TV ratings. You don't think this is going to help them? They they traditionally had no TV exposure. This is going to help them in every single way. No, it does help the league. Yeah, it, the, yeah, the, it just. Some of their teams. But it helps, yeah, some teams more than others. Uh, Bettman said one of the reasons the Golden Knights received a favorable expansion draft format. See, they're not hiding it. I mean. Because of how uh, much money they spent. More favorable expansion. Because he'll do anything for hockey in the freaking desert. Including, sorry, Lou, to save your coyotes there. You know what I mean? Like, the other guy. save my coyotes. No, yeah, you're exactly. right. They're doomed. Like he eagerly buries other franchises, but anytime that's in the, in the Western U.S., man, he bends over backwards. Uh, said one of the reasons why the Golden Knights received a favorable expansion draft format is they were the first expansion team in a salary cap era. So the salary cap is designed to keep keep teams competitive, and that changed the expansion draft format uh, from past years. Says right, so they the wanted midget, a competitive says the team. Midget. Says the midget that runs the NHL. All right, let's get to the UFC. UFC Utica. <laughs> Hardly a glamorous card loop. Doesn't mean it won't be entertaining. So I'm not crapping no, on the Bill, fights and stuff. But Bill Al Muhammad, who's on the card, he comes out and says, "Hey, you know what? I just want him. Let him send me to New Zealand. There's nothing to do here. I don't want. I don't want to be here." We're in Utica. <laughs> in Utica, he said, "There's absolutely nothing to do there for them." Send me to New Zealand. <laughs> oh, He's like, that's travel. a long flight. I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what he's saying. He, he'd rather do that than be there. Not only that, next week, Muhammad's from Chicago, and next week's card's from Chicago. So, you know, figure that one. That's stupid. <laughs> There's a lot of controversy in that uh, last card there, Lou, before we get into the, oh, the yeah, fights yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what the hell's going thanks. on here? Like, what the hell's good, going good on? Call, like, we call, made yeah. some good bets, and I'm looking at these fights going, we got jobs. So, Lou, what's your take? You were fired up earlier. What's your take on uh, the Wonder Boy Till decision? Unanimous decision at that. Yeah, I, I, it was, it, it was uh, a, a decision that I feel strongly that I disagree with. Uh, one look at all the beat writers in the press that are responsible for reporting this sport, they all felt the same way. Uh, it, I get, I, you know, I work hard at this, and uh, could Stevie Boy have been a little bit more aggressive? Yes, but Till did not win the fight. He did win the decision, and fortunately for all of us, there's a fight this Friday so I don't spend too much time over sour grapes, but that was that was really bad. That was a, that was a bad decision and one that I don't agree with. Lou, you and Gabe know a hell of a lot more about uh, the UFC, the the fight game than me. But I'll tell you something, just from a guy that uh, you know what I mean. We've dealt with horse racing and stuff. It seems recently to me there's been way more controversial decisions on these cards. You don't want UFC to start turning into this, uh, you know, wishy-washy thing. I know you're going to defend it, Lou, but you can't. we can't keep and have decisions that are so blatantly wrong. That's not good for the sport, man, and for the betters. I'm never, I'm never going to defend anything that starts to begin to look like, feel like, smell like boxing. I won't put up with it. I won't go through it again. And I don't, you know, listen, 
there it, it, it we're, what we're talking about is home cooking okay and so you got you got a bunch of british refs watching a british guy fight with a bunch of brits around him that's so exactly it what what we need to do is we need to further uh heighten the integrity of the judging process and unfortunately for the ufc most places they go they have to deal with fight councils or state fight boxing commissions and they're antiquated they're still umbilical to boxing and their referee the, the refs that 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 watch and judge fights can't find their rear ends with two hands and an indian guy and so ufc really needs to heighten their judging criteria in my opinion and the thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you guys, uh, but you guys is, talked about like the honor in Brazil. There's no, no honor. In, there's no say. honor in Britain. That's what I was going to say. Those guys will bet on anybody like from you, their country. You figure the Brazilians <laughs> would screw you over <laughs> there, but they don't. No. We talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, the judges in Brazil will call it openly. We see the dudes in Britain. No, just no, bet on the Brits. No honor. Like no. these guys, no shame, Lou, whatsoever. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, even if Wonder Boy would have won the last round, Lou, we still would have lost. Like one of the two of the one of the judges had Wonderboy losing every round, the other judge had him losing all four of the five rounds, and the other judge had him losing three uh, three of the five. Like we were screwed. Like no matter what Wonderboy did, really, he wasn't going to win. Essentially, as the scorecard proved, you know. And so that's such a great point, Gabriel. Because lesson for me, a couple of things. Unless it's really compelling. I'm not jumping at a value price until I see weigh-ins anymore because basically Till just cheated, okay? It's another thing, too. Till, now, now fighters that miss weight to 13 and 2, last 15. It's just a, just, a ter- just a terrible situation, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow myself down from taking great prices when I see them and try and do everything I can do to wait until – that the day before, I watched the weigh-in stream and then the rehydration weigh-in because it, it's just – I've been the victim of a couple of these that I had good fighters, but I got cheated against. And, okay, I, I, it's happened a couple times, no problem, but i got to correct the problem, and I will. All right, so let's yeah. get into the main event uh, and, and the card uh, this week. If anything catches your eye, it's earlier in the week, Lou, so it is tough uh, right now. Jimmy Rivera and Marlon Moras is uh, the main event uh, here. Jimmy Rivera, minus uh, 120. You've got Gillespie and, uh, and Vince Bichelle on the card. Walt Harris versus Daniel Spitz. Jake Ellenberger Ooh. versus Ben Saunders. And the loser must, um, live, loser in must a, leave town match? You know, must live in a retirement home oh, match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, losers, like, forced, like, just stop, guys. Yeah, it's like, over. You know what I mean? Uh, teamer. Oh, we got a heavyweight fight. Hey, teamer, teamer here. Uh, what, what do you make of the car? Gian Volante and Alvi. That'll be a fun fight, actually. Alvi and Volante. It's both going to stand in the middle. It'll be like Rock and Sockham can, those two. I like that. Gian Volante's a wrestler, a Hofstra guy, who doesn't wrestle. Right. He likes to box. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle. I think he played football, actually, at Hofstra. Like Wayne Corbett. He's buddies. Yeah, exactly. He's buddies. Um, Wayne Corbett's actually a friend of the network. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, he's a Hofstra guy, and he's buddies with Chris Weidman and stuff, but he's a tough kid. He's, you know, a big Italian kid. He stands and bangs. But Sam Alvey likes to stand and bang. That should be a fun – I sort of ripped the card on Twitter earlier. I wasn't saying it was crap. It'll You're be about a, the name value? Yeah, I'm just saying, you know. But it is Utica, New York, so what do you expect? Yeah. What do you make of the card, Lou? Who do you like? 
Uh, well, you know, it, it may not be the, the, the highest uh, quality name recognition card. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's funny because we're coming off a card where finally there were more, fa- more underdogs that won than favorites. The favorites went five and six, so a lot of dogs yeah, came fixed. in in this Yeah, because it was fixed. I got to tell you something, Lou. I don't bet usually hard, but everyone was convinced. I got smoked on this last card. Like, I, I just set up an account, too, and like our friends at my bookie AG, I'm building it up, and that UFC card, I'm like, oh, there's no way. I had night. Uh, lost. Oh, I had, I'm such a loser, man. Dude, I don't know. Night was a tough loss, too. It was just, yeah. that was, that was the only one I won was Stewart because he's got my same last name. <laughs> I won, like, 20 bucks on it. Nice knockout. Uh, yeah, actually. All uh, the analysis, had, Cam, Cam wins on the last yeah, name. And he's black. We, we managed to win money on that one, but uh, despite Thompson's loss at minus 120, because we, I had Robertson, as I watched the way in uh, Meatball McCann, couldn't make weight because you've been eating too many meatballs. And and then we took uh, we took another half on someone. And then here's a, here's a critical one. My computer went down. Right as I pushed the button to release Darren Stewart against Spicely, and here I am watching the fight, and I'm winning, I'm winning, and then I realized that my computer was down and the, the, the bet didn't go out, uh, at least to the public. I got my bet in, so I couldn't count that one, which was disappointing. But that's all behind us. Looking forward, this main event, Morris and Rivera, I mean, this main event could be on a, on a pay-per-view. These two guys are going to put on unbelievable show what i worry about is that uh marlon morris is so fast powerful and apt on his feet uh he's easily as good a striker as rivera i think maybe a little more power then i think that if this thing goes too long uh on the feet and is tied jimmy rivera gonna make it a little bit ugly by taking him down now you know, Moraes is a is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt to, to, to go with some of the Muay Thai striking he has. But the the wrestler in Rivera, I think, is what makes him the fighter that should be the favorite. Now, he opened minus 190, and a flood of money has come in on the Brazilian. Let's not forget, Jimmy Rivera is a regional New York fighter, and he's going to be fighting in front of his home peak. Uh, he opens 190. Now he's minus 115, 120. I think it's a real good spot for Jimmy Rivera. You sold me on this. I yep. like where you're going with it. A lot of good points, Lou. You can follow him on Twitter at that gambler. We got a couple of minutes left only here. We appreciate Lou's time before he uh, takes in an Arizona Diamondback mm-hmm. game and then hits uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Biz- Lou's busy. What do you think of that Gian Vellante Sam Alvey fight? Uh, Lou Sam Alvey's a minus 135 favorite. Yeah, I love the fact that Vellante's at home. He's going to give his best, but but Alvy's going to be—he's—he's the more polished fighter. And you're right, Vellante's a linebacker, and when he gets hit, he reacts by moving forward, tilting his forehead down and driving ahead. He's tough. He's got fortitude, but he doesn't have fight IQ, and he's going to walk into something from Alvy. Tebow's a huge dog. Tebow and Desmond Green. Yeah, yeah. that I can't. Not getting any younger. No, he's not. That's the thing. There's a couple guys in the car that are long in the tooth, but 
plus 240. What about Muhammad? You talked about him talking about New Zealand, Lou. Is there maybe the opponent there at plus 320? Is it worth a look if this guy's saying, screw this card? Maybe he's got his head somewhere else. You never know. It is a a fight. Take Take a a chance chance on chance. Chance on chance. No, I I don't think... I won't won't look at Faden Muhammad here simply because... I do like him, um, and he does. He can be chinny, and he's fighting a big, long guy that's going to have four inches of reach. But I don't know nothing about uh, this ship in from Oklahoma, so I got to watch this one. But I will tell you that this uh, this this fight between uh, Tamer and Julio Arce, Daniel Tamer's young. He, he's talented, but he's coming in from from uh, Sweden, and this Arce is a very, very skilled fighter that is a Jersey fighter, and he's been on the regional scene. Not a lot of people know about him. He's a lefty. I'm, I'm going to take a good, long, hard look at this Julio Arce. He opened 230. He's now about 175, 165. Hopefully, Daniel Tamer gets more action, and if this kid drops any further, uh, he'll, he'll come into the strike zone for me. Uh, simply because of his well-rounded game and the fact that he's going to have a lot of people there. There's two tamers on the card, David yeah, the and Daniel. And, yeah, and Daniel Ta- and David Tamer, who's fighting Nick Lentz. That's a mismatch fight there. Poor Nicky Lentz. I don't know what he did to, to, to warrant this, but uh, the other tamer... Uh, he, he, he's the 155er. He's going to paint Nick Lentz. He's going to paint that fence. Lou, Thanks, Lou. You're on fire today. Love Lou, you, Lou. Dan Blue, DFS next.